We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jay Electronica. So, we're trying to figure out things in here. All of us are in here. Connor, Pat Boyle. Marco trying to figure out this trade. I just saw a video of Jalen Brunson. He's at Villanova, and they tell him that uh, Josh Hart just got traded to the Knicks, and he's hype about it. And Pat Boyle's coming up next in an hour. He's a Knicks fan. I think he can speak a little bit more to it. He thinks that Josh Hart is going to be more of a wing and play on the second unit. And we'll see. You never know with Tom Thibodeau. He might have an idea for him, and... What I said before we went to break is I think that this is a move and then there is another move. You know, they got three guys off their roster. Uh, We'll see what happens next. We'll see if they're able to move any of these other guys. Um, You know, they they moved two guys who were getting DMPs. Are they going to be able to... Three guys that were getting DMPs, are they going to be able to move Fournier? I don't know. It's tough with the money he makes, but... Leon Rose is working. He's doing some. You know, I, I keep going back to the draft. I was like, what was the strategy there? And, you know, they got picks to throw. And this is a Knicks team that we expect to see make the play-in, really make the playoffs. They, they, they should be able to make the playoffs and bypass the play-in. And if you're not going for it, if you're not trying to get better right now, what are you doing? It's the trade deadline coming up. So uh, move is made for the Knicks. Can the Nets... Make some moves. I was actually looking at Josh Hart potentially for the Brooklyn Nets. When Kyrie was here, we were thinking of uh, him potentially being a backup point guard. Our backup point guard is Edmund Sumner. But now we've got Spencer Dinwiddie and, uh, I don't know, some moving parts. But it's fun. Hoops night. Hoops night. We uh, get a trade for the New York Knicks. And we're waiting to see what happens next. And uh, I'm hosting, I'm watching the game, but now I am keeping my eyes on Woj and Shams' alerts uh, to see if anything else happens in this last hour that I have on the fan. If you'd like to get a word in, if you'd like to add anything, you know the number to dial, 877-337, a six is six, two more sixes, and we'll get you right on. And uh, we've got enough people waiting. I said we're going to switch gears a little bit and close with some NFL, some Super Bowl talk. So let's get back to the phones and do that right now. Lewis out in Brooklyn, my guy, what's up? <laughs> I, well, it's exciting, Super Bowl. I look at it as the Eagles pass rush, I think that's 70 sacks. Did I hear correctly? <laughs> yeah, 73, <laughs> I think, is Mahomes. the number. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, you're right. A few years ago against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was running for his life. and But I, I think he's going to prepare for that if his ankle is okay. 
he's going to run around, and if they flush him out of the pocket, so what? Mm-hmm. He's great at that. I don't think he's going to be bad this time. No, no, I he's going to be fine. Gonna he's going to be better than fine. He's the best pocket passer in the league. And then when you actually get him out of the pocket and he creates, this is the guy that's throwing behind-the-back passes. He's throwing shovel passes. He will find a way to get the ball into the hands of his playmakers. I I don't know. Do you think – I mean, they say Jalen Hurts didn't have a good game last week or two weeks ago. So, I don't know. I mean, he just did enough to win, right? You just got to hand the ball off. You got to run the ball. You got to get first downs. You got to get third and ones. He didn't have a great game. He did not have a great game. Yeah, he he hasn't wowed me – in a while, I don't know the last game that I saw where like I felt like he lit it up throwing the ball. Even in the last game against the Niners, he 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 left some meat on the bone. He he missed some targets. Right? They gave him that Devontae Smith catch. That was off target. He had a one bad I, ball I, I that ask you, something. you mentioned about you know that pass or that it was a questionable. Uh, but what's the rule? As soon as you spike the ball, as soon as you run the next play, you can't challenge anymore. What so what it, what it is is. If they rule it on the field to catch, and it wasn't, right? At home, we all could see the second replay that it was bobbled. Right. And we also saw, I'll never forget that, when when Devontae got up and he was he was banging his fist together, that wasn't a celebration. That was to signal, hey, get together, you know, get right. get on the line. So what the kind line. of rule is that? So it's Kyle crazy. Shanahan was sleeping. He's supposed to be locked in as the head coach. Throw the challenge flag. Like, they're, right. they're, right. they're in the red zone. But- Throw the challenge flag. To see but if he caught if that you or don't, not. It's so obvious. So well, why didn't like? Yeah, and and honestly, like New York, honestly, they to... should come down and and rule that. But it's so bang bang. If they run the next play, they they kind of cheat the system. And let me ask you something. I think the worst call in history was that replaying the down. Don't you just change the clock? Why are you replaying the down? For? Yeah, I, I I'll never get over that. I thought that was so janky and bizarre. That's why I say NFL is bogus. Then they show us the sky cam of the ref running on the field. If your refs are not physically fit enough to run on the field and stop the play, they shouldn't be refing. Get younger, more athletic no, refs. I think what happened was that he stopped and gave up. It's just I don't know. This is this is the AFC Championship. What are we doing? And I want to tell you who I do not have any pity for. That Cincinnati Bengal that was crying at the end of the game. He, he you know, he, he, listen, Mahomes was already out of bounds, and he goes and pushes him down. That was yeah, Joseph Osai. He's young, twenty-two-year-old kid. He, he's gonna he's gonna have nightmares about that forever. But that is something they like. It's Patrick Mahomes. One, don't touch him. He's a quarterback, too. Don't touch him. He's in the white. Once they're out of bounds, and they're even yeah, one and, foot and, in the white, do not touch them. He has a bad ankle. So I understand on the field is one thing, you know, but I mean, he's all bounds. He's out of bounds yeah, already. Yeah, game. There was some crazy plays there. But you know who I like? Joe Burrow. He was good. He's a Joe Cool. Quarterback. Joe Shiesty. Joe yeah, Thorough. Yeah. I, I love that guy. But you know what? He threw two <laughs> interceptions in the championship game. So all that talking yeah. they did about Burrowhead, all that trolling, the mayor saying, oh, we need him to take a paternity test to find out if he's Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' father. I came on air as soon as I heard that. I think it was a Friday or I don't know when it was, but I heard that and I'm like, okay, I changed my pick. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl because they're going to be fired up off that and they won. Yeah. Anyways, I want to quickly talk about basketball. I mean, I'm an old Knicks fan from, you know, I I love what Marv Albert would announce and the old, I mean, you don't remember this, the old Nick rivalry with the Celtics or the uh, L.A., The you know, you had uh, Dave DeBuscher, Bill Bradley, uh, 
Walt Clyde Frazier, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Um, I don't know who I'm missing. Uh, um, but anyways, it was against like uh, Larry Bird and and well, I think it was John Havlicek and Cowan. Oh, those were great games against against L.A. You know, mm-hmm. but Marv Albert made it so exciting. You know, those were the great. Yeah. He's a goat, rivalry. right? We talk about goats. There's so many goat broadcasters, right? He's one. He, you know, some some people say he's the greatest of all time. Other people put like Iron Eagle, uh, Mike Breen in the conversation. There can be multiple goats. Yeah, I'm gonna get off, but it's so funny. While I'm waiting for an hour, which is fine, it just shows that your show is so popular. And I'm I gotta like, take hella breaks. <laughs> I always got a break. <laughs> if I didn't have to break, I'd no, get to the call. You're gonna laugh because I'm in my car listening to you and it's enjoying. And every other second, people knock on my window. Are you an Uber? Are you a taxi? Are you a car service? <laughs> I hate that. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, look yeah. at your app. Look at your phone. It shows you the car and the license plate. Go away. <laughs> All right. Thank Thanks you. for the call, Lewis. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I drove Lyft Uber. I got over 700 rides under my belt on my resume for Lyft Uber. And, you know, now when I'm at the airport... Or I'm somewhere waiting to like pick up my wife or one of my boys, and someone comes up like, "Where was I? I was in the Bronx. I was in the Bronx, and this lady got in my back seat." And I'm like, "Yo, I didn't even get mad, but I'm just like, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, what if I was crazy or something? What if I just pulled off right now? Like, check your app, check your phone. Why are you in my car? <laughs> like, they, they have all of these things now for you to not do that. Like, they have the picture of the driver pulling up." They have the license plate, the make, the model. Like they even show you a little, like graphic of the car. Come on now, don't, don't be pulling on somebody's car door, or knocking on somebody's car door. Do the work. It's not even that much work for your own safety. Look at the app. Let's go to Michael down in Manasquan, home of the Warriors, on the fan. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, man, I was just wondering what your thoughts about next year for the New York Jets, man. I know they just got Nathaniel Hackett coming in. They got that Rodgers connection. They go back. You think they can land Rodgers or what? Yeah, so early in the show I talked about it, and I said, you know, this guy's going on his four-day darkness retreat. Uh, I don't know if he's going to have the ayahuasca with him, but I just see him in the dark finding his way to the black hole that is the Raiders and that black jersey that he'll be wearing in Vegas. He seems like more of a Vegas guy because he wants to be isolated, right? It's going to be hard to be isolated with uh, all the people in New York and New Jersey. I think he can hide a little more in Vegas. I think he's going to go to the Raiders and reunite with Devontae Adams over reuniting with Nathaniel Hackett here with the Jets. Yeah, fair enough. I understand that, but I mean... We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. You know, he said after the Super Bowl, he's going to take those four days. We don't know what he could see in the dark. He can see right, in the man, dark. He's taking he, them psychedelics, and he thinks green. He thinks Jets. He thinks Robert Sala. He yep. thinks Super Bowl with the Jets. He might. They got that defense. He they might got see all Garrett Wilson. <laughs> you know. Hell yeah, dude. He might see MetLife Stadium and be like, "Wow, I, I have to bring the Jets to the Super Bowl." Exactly, man. It's the only I way. I think that's what he's missing, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I heard you talking about uh, centerfolds earlier. Yeah, big centerfold <laughs> guy. I love ripping there. Yeah, you know the deal, Monmouth County. Thanks for the call, Mike. <laughs> it's funny. You know, I did the whole, uh, you know, conversation about, like, working this job and uh, doing this shift. And um, <laughs> I mentioned Kira, 
And I and I made a joke. I'm like, shout out to Kira because Kira took a chance on me, right? There's always somebody that has taken a chance on me. There's always somebody that has given me an opportunity. A lot of people have faked on me, hated on me, told me I wasn't anything, and uh, you know, tried to not put me on. But there's always someone, and I always look at Kira like that. And I swear, I I I look at my phone, and Kira texts me. Maybe she's listening now. She says, "Hey," and I said, "Hey, th- did the radio reach you?" She goes, "Huh? It's Kira from Centerfolds." I'm like, "I know." I just said your name during my show. Figured someone text you. She's like, oh, my God, really? No, not that I know of. So I'm like, look at the, look at the universe working. Kira hits me up, and I'm talking about her on WFAN all these years later. The last year that I DJed at Centerfolds would probably be like 2015. It's been a long time. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time. So I have to hit here, uh, Kira back here on this next break and, and, and see what the deal is. But, like, I thought her ears were ringing or something. Like, no one texts you to say, hey, Keith is talking about centerfolds and working with you back in the day as a DJ and you giving him a chance to come on. I don't know. Maybe she felt something else. Who knows? I'll uh, I'll give you guys an update on that before I end up ending the show. Let's take another call before we have to break. I feel like these breaks come in every 10 seconds. Andrew's in spots. What on the fan? What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. Holding it down. Thanks for calling. I got a bold prediction, all right? So, listen, for all my gambling addicts out there, I got the script last night. I found the script, and this is a big payout. Jason Kelsey, anytime touchdown. What do you think? Jason Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Jason Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Can you even bet that? What is that? Is that plus... um... Fifty thousand. We're, we're, we're probably talking. We're probably talking the plus ten thousand range. But I'm telling you, it's going to pay out. Last year, not last year, but was it 2017? The Eagles won, right? Nick Foles scored a touchdown. Cash caught the touchdown in the end zone. Or think of Jason Kelsey. It's got to go with the script. It's the only way. How do you expect you, you expect him to fall on a fumble in the end zone? No, no. They're going to mark him as eligible down the field. He's going to go out for a little slant route. Boom! Touchdown. Nah. <laughs> Jason Kelsey is the center on the Eagles. Travis Kelsey's gonna probably score a touchdown. Jason Kelsey's not scoring any touchdown. Don't 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 put a dollar on that. I, I would guess that you can't even do that on FanDuel. I would guess that he's not even an option. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> that was funny though. I'm like, am I I'm like Jason Kelsey, you mean Travis? He's like, no, no, no. Jason's in, there's there's no center eligible plays. <laughs> Let's see. Uh anytime touchdown. I don't think you can there no, you can't I don't see his name. There is no Jason Kelsey option. He's a center. There's so many guys. Here's something that I have in my notes to bet. I think it's going to be a big game for tight ends. I think that Dallas Goddard could potentially score and the Kansas City Chiefs run three different tight ends. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, but everybody's always keying on Travis Kelsey. Look for Noah Gray to potentially score, and Justin Watson, I think, is their other tight end. Yeah, yeah. This is something I had in my notes thinking about. Um, he's technically a wide receiver, but uh, somebody else is going to score. They're going to be so keyed on. They're going to be so keyed on um, Travis Kelsey. Also, Jody Fortson is another tight end for them. And there's like they have a few different tight ends that 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 get love. So if you're looking for someone like a long shot to bet for an anytime touchdown on the Chiefs, look at Jody Fortson. 
Valdosta, the pride of Valdosta State. I actually worked with him when I worked with uh, Transition t- Transition SE. Shout out to those guys. Jody Fortson is a long shot. Blake Bell is another long shot tight end. Those guys are plus 2,100. Um, I'm looking at anytime touchdown money line parlays. Jody Fortson, Blake Bell. Who else did I say? Justin Watson and Noah Gray. Justin Watson is plus 1,400 and Noah Gray is plus 1,200. Noah Gray ripped off that big play. I forget which game it was. I think it was uh, not in the AFC Championship the week before. He almost scored. But, yeah, those are those are little sneaky plays. If you want to throw, like, 15, 20 bucks on one of those guys, I, I think that they're going to get in the end zone. Everybody's going to be keen on Travis Kelsey and um, Jarek McKinnon and uh, even, like, Kadarius Toney, Noah Gray. Justin Watson, and then the long shots are Jody Fortson and Blake Bell to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. All right. Um, I got to break it down here. Man, time burns up. Five hours. Don't feel that long. 877-337-6666. If you've been on hold for a while, I'm going to try and get to you. But really, I've got like 30 minutes left when we come back from break. Let's hit it, Connor. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, I get low with it. I get low with it. I get low with it. Hey, fellas, make sure you're tipping the ladies. Make sure you're tipping the girls, treating them right. Keep your phones down, please. No photography in here. No videos. No videos. You will be thrown out. B- Bouncer, get him right there. <laughs> That's exactly how it used to be. Keith McPherson on the fan. I've got another, like, half hour left. <laughs> In the beginning, when I opened up, I said, whether you give me five minutes or five hours, let's just have some fun. Let's just have a good time tonight. I'm going to take the rest of my calls. And, uh, you know, I'm keeping my eyes on Woj and whatnot. Um, Ian Begley's doing a good job covering this. Of course, he covers the Knicks. And uh, CP, the franchise, and Ian Begley are together. I think they're about to go on uh, SNY, uh, New York Sports Night. And, uh, yeah, I said call me up if you can uh, break down the trade a little bit more. I think Mel out in Florida might have a thing to say about it. Go for it, Mel. Hey, Keith, how are you? Uh, Good show, man. Uh, 
So Josh Hart's pretty much, he's been a starter for Portland. Uh, he, he's played uh, pretty much the whole season for them. He uh, is not a high-volume shooter because he's playing uh, with Damian Lillard and Anthony Simon. So his, his points per game have gone down. So he would be uh, a possible replacement for Grimes or playing on the second team because he brings a little bit more to the game than Grimes does. He's averaging about 10 points a game, but he averages almost nine rebounds a game. He's a very effective rebounder. And that's a big thing. That's one of the things that Grimes doesn't do well. And one of the things that the Knicks really need, especially when Mitchell Robinson is not in the game. So they, they need that deep rebounding. Uh, he's also a good assist man. He's averaging almost four assists a game. He averages 1.1 steals a game, and he's the next one on-ball defender. His uh, his defensive rating this year is about 105, which is which is a very very good defensive rating. And we've got some weaknesses defensively because when the second team comes out, if he plays with the second team, uh, Tibbs has been putting R.J. Barrett out with the second team, and R.J. Barrett unfortunately has become one of the worst defenders in the league. So by having Hart in this with second team or Grimes in with the second team, you'd be able to rest Barrett, uh, not give him as many minutes, and not give Brunson, because Brunson also comes in with the second team. Mm. So I, this is going to bolster the second team up one way or another, depending on how Tibbs wants to go, whether he's going to go with Grimes or go with Hart. Got it. Yeah. Uh, makes more sense. You know, you just, Need a fan or somebody that watches the team a little bit more to break it down. And I'm not the type of guy to act like I know everything about every player and every team. So thank you for that. Right. Well, I watch I watch every night. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, a long, long-time Knicks fan. I've been a Knicks fan since the 50s. And, uh, and then I was a sportscaster for about 10 years working for Mel Carmazon uh, in Jacksonville. Awesome. So... Uh, you have, have a pretty good background in that, but uh, diehard Knicks fan and uh, happy to see they're making some moves. Yeah, I think it's a good move. Thanks for the call and thanks for the help, Mel. You know, I'm the type, like I said, I'm, I don't know everything. I'm not old enough to know everything. And uh, at first glance, I'm, I'm familiar with the players in the deal. I'm familiar with, obviously, the teams, but, uh, you know, that's why I say call me up. We're having these conversations together. Uh, there might be something that you can educate me on, and I hope that every night I add something that I can educate you on, and it goes back and forth, you know. I think someone called early in the show, and they're like, you're not narcissistic. Yeah, no, uh, there's no way I would get on this mic with thousands of people listening that I know there's definitely people out there that know more about baseball, football, basketball than me. I'm just a host. I'm a radio host. I'm not an expert. I'm also young. I'm learning. Um, I appreciate calls like that. You know, sometimes people call up thinking they know everything and they're wrong. But uh, Mel sounded pretty solid, and then he just gave you his background. So that's appreciated. I think I saw Ian Begley also report that the Knicks were in conversations with the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, sources said Knicks had also been in touch with Detroit this evening on a possible Cam Reddish deal prior to the agreement with Portland on Josh Hart. I just think there's something else. I don't think the Knicks are done. I think that the Knicks are going for it. They know that they have... A point guard now. They know that Julius Randle has played better. Uh, you just heard Mel talk about R.J. Barrett. Uh, you know, watching him against uh, the Lakers, he had some trouble. So they're trying to improve their team around the margins margins where they can. Uh, I guess let Leon cook. Not done yet. Let Leon cook. And maybe there's a move made before 3 o'clock tomorrow. And like I said, um, 
you know, on SNY, I think I'm going to cut to that when we go to the next break. CP the franchise who I've had on at, at least two or three times and Ian Begley who I've had on as well. You know, they're about to break it all down. They're about to talk about it. Those two guys are Knicks fans, cover the team. And um, if you're looking for a deeper conversation on what just went down with that trade and what potentially is to come, they've got that for you on SNY. We're talking Super Bowl. We're talking football. And uh, I do want to get back to those calls. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. We were just talking about prop bets. I think someone called to say that you can on FanDuel, at least not on my FanDuel, you can't. You can't put a bet on Jason Kelsey, the center, to score. Not, I just don't see his name available, and that's why I made the joke. What's he plus fifty thousand? Like, uh, I don't see his name. I I see a bunch of names that I don't even recognize, and I know most of these names. Like, I don't know Grant Calcaterra, Britton Covey. So I got to do a little more research on some of these like deep names, like those guys. Or, you know, trick play guys, maybe. They're backups that might get in the game. And I expect there to be bag of tricks, right? I expect it's the Super Bowl. It's the last game. There's got to be trick plays. Andy Reid is known for this. They're going to have some different type of formation, snap the ball to a tight end, uh, some type of trickery. And the Eagles should have something set up, too. It's the last game. You got to go for it. And uh, you got to kind of throw the opponent off. Uh, they've They've been preparing for each other for two weeks. I'm excited for this game. Let's hit the phone again. Let's talk to Colin in West Caldwell on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, Keith. First time, long time listener. Uh, first, first things first. I uh, just want to tell you, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I think you're the best host at WFAN. Love your point of view on pretty much all sports. You're you're a great host. Uh, second, it, bro. thank you. Yeah, no problem. Love listening to you. Uh, second. So I'm having a Super Bowl party this weekend, and, you know, all the fellas are coming. We're going to have good drinks, good eats, and we're all a big fan of uh, first touchdown score, and I'm just uh, curious what your thoughts are. You know, I, I, I heard you talking backup tight ends before. Uh, I like that, but, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I, I see the Eagles scoring first, uh, and they, they've had a ton of drives, I think, this year, where or games where they've scored on their first drive. So it's like Miles Sanders or Jalen Hurts or Dallas Goddard. I, I, I also think that they're going to get A.J. Brown really involved in this game. He hasn't had the loudest playoffs. Like, he hasn't gotten the ball as much as he would like. So I wouldn't be surprised to, to see him potentially score. But I'm, I'm betting all Eagles for that first touchdown. Uh, I just think the Eagles are going to march down the field and they can run the ball. And, and one of those guys, whether it's Jalen Hurts or Miles Sanders running that zone read, or if they throw it to AJ Brown or Dallas Goddard, one of those guys. Dallas Dallas Goddard's plus uh, he's plus twelve hundred for first touchdown. I actually bet on him against the Giants in that cash, and I did the money oh, yeah, line parlay too. where it's like the first touchdown slash money line parlay. It's he's twelve hundred just for first touchdown. But if you bet him uh, anytime touchdown, no, let me see first touchdown money line parlay. It's probably a little bit more. Yeah, you can get more cash with plus sixteen hundred. But I don't know. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. And something yeah, I've been doing, I'm liking the Chiefs, too. Something I've been doing, um, where is it? When you go to same-game parlay, if you think that the like Chiefs are going to win but be down at half, I always check the uh, first-half winner, end-of-regulation winner, and I, I check for, like, where's the money at? So, like, there's good money on it being a tie and the Chiefs winning. Uh, there's good money on 
the Eagles being up at half and then the Chiefs winning. So I'll probably set up some same game parlays and throw that at the end. And if that happens, you end up cashing out a little more. Oh yeah, I like the I like the yeah the double result, the draw full and then full time. I'm definitely gonna dabble in that. Well, Keith, don't want to take too much of up too much of your time up. Uh, appreciate you, man. Have a good night. Thanks for the call. Appreciate the compliments and the you know conversation around betting. I think by the time we get to Friday, I'll really have some bets locked in. I I went ahead and put like 150 in FanDuel just so it's there. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just do that. Um, because I ended up putting like a hundred on, I think I put a hundred on the WFAN box pool, like Super Bowl boxes, and then I bought another hundred of boxes in uh, one of my friends' pools. So I'm already committed to three hundred and fifty dollars on the Super Bowl, and I think I want to get up to like four hundred, five hundred, either playing boxes or going big on a bet. I don't know, man. It is what it is. It's, it's not a lot of money. But it's the Super Bowl, and I don't know. I think I got to bet the Eagles so I can cope. Like, if the Eagles win this Super Bowl, the only way I'm going to be able to deal with it is having, you know, green in my FanDuel account where I'm like, all right, at least I made some bread off these guys. I think they're going to run the ball. I think their defense is going to be tough. I don't want to count up my homes. I'm still picking the Chiefs. I'm still sticking with my week one pick, and I don't want to see the Eagles win another Super Bowl, but... They're just so dominant, man, and they have monsters at every position. They went for it. You know, they added to this team. They added reinforcements to this team, and this is the last game. I just, I don't know. It's going to be tough for the Chiefs, but anything can happen, and you can't count out Pat Mahomes. He's the best player on the field. All right, let me go back to the phone. Okay, someone says they see something. Let me go to uh, Anthony in New Jersey on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Keith? So. If you go on the FanDuel app, if you out of doubt, if it's New Jersey and New York, it might be different. But as far as New Jersey is considered, you go on the FanDuel app into the Super Bowl specials and scroll to the bottom. You could place you could place a bet for both Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey to be a touchdown scorer each at plus twenty thousand. Okay, let me see. I mean, I'm in New York right now. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Sometimes they do different specials for both states, sometimes not. But if you go on the app and click on Super Bowl specials, it's the last one at the bottom. All right, I'll look for it. I'm definitely going to be looking tonight, looking through it. And like yeah. I said, by the time I it's get a, to... different one, but you just can't bet Jason. You just can't bet him as a... Anytime touchdown score. This is Oh, I see. All Kelsey's have to score. It's a it's a prop bet as far as a special. So you would have to go into the specials and there's a few different ones in there, you know, they have all different crazy type of bets, but as far as Jason Kelsey is concerned, that's the only one with his name. But also Travis has to score also. So but there's no anytime touchdown score for Jason Kelsey. Got it. Yeah, now that I'm actually taking a look, there's a bunch of different things. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Like, you can play Super Bowl boxes in the app. I'm about to waste so much money on this. <laughs> I'm just going to throw away money. Don't bet. Actually, disclaimer, uh, responsible gaming. And uh, yeah, bet responsibly. Don't bet. You know, the best way to not lose any money is just to watch the game, have some nachos, drink some beers, 
and wake up the next day not down $500 like I'll probably be. But I'm not going to hold you. I, I bet on every single week of the NFL. I think I took off maybe one week. It's like a mental health week. Like if I have a week where I'm down bad, I'm like, all right, I'm not betting next week and I'll delete the app. But then I'm right back at it. And I told you, I'm honest with you all about my betting. And it's on my Instagram and Twitter. Like I don't flex, but I like to put out like <laughs> that's that's AC. That's slot machines. I've stayed out of Atlantic City for some years now. That's the slot machine sound. But yeah, I told you I was down. I was down a, a few racks. Betting from week one to like week 16. I think I took off week 17 and came back for the wild card round. And the wild card round, I went on a heater. And I made back all the money that I lost during a regular season. And I realized during a regular season, there's just too many games. There's just too many things to bet on. You got to focus in. This is the Super Bowl. There's one thing to bet on, one game to bet on, only a few players to bet on. You can hit on something, but don't bet. Don't even bother. Delete the app right now, actually. If you're listening to this, don't deposit. It ain't worth it. You know, set your limits and, um, you know, be responsible or something like that. <laughs> I got to take a break again. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Yeah, I hated this song. <laughs> when I used to DJ, I had I had to play this at, like, uh, backyard graduation parties. Somebody's mom will come up like, do you have apple bottom jeans? Can you play Florida apple bottom jeans? Sure, I guess. If we must. But I'm mixing out of it. Like 90 seconds in, I'm mixing out of this track. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. That's it. I mean, we've got like eight minutes left. Something like that. It's uh, the end of the show, folks. Thanks for rocking with me, whether you gave me five minutes or five hours. Like, I appreciate it for real. So many people called. Uh, I didn't even get to force my baseball conversations as I like to do, so I'm I'm going to try to uh, get this in now. And like nobody wanted to indulge me really in any baseball conversations. That'll probably happen tomorrow night after the Nets game. Like later on when I do my like 2 a.m. shows, that's when I get the baseball calls. But if you haven't heard by now, Jim Bowden has been pushing realignment. Right? They're trying to get rid of the National League. The American League, I don't, I right now, I don't like the idea of it. But I ended my show last night putting it out there, and I'm ending my show again tonight talking about it. We didn't even talk about the rule changes, right? Pitch timers, shift limits, bigger bases, you know, what are these rules, even, you know, with the pitch out, whatever. We'll, we'll save it. I'll be back on tomorrow and then maybe even Friday. But Jim Bowden put out his proposed realignment. And I'll start with the division that affects us, right? So the East would be the most toxic division in the history of baseball. It'd be the Boston Red Sox, the New York Mets, the New York Yankees, and the Philadelphia Phillies. That would be uh, a bloodbath. That would be fans versus fans, and uh, we could get to all of those ballparks, and I don't know. It, it would be interesting, but I don't really want that. The North would be the Cincinnati Reds, the Cleveland Guardians, the Detroit Tigers, and shout out to Cameron Mabin, who is now going to be calling games for the Detroit Tigers. They didn't renew him with the Yes Network. And he got picked up by the Tigers. And um, not for nothing, I remember listening to the Tigers broadcast. I don't even know when I listened to the Tigers broadcast. I think spring training last year. And I was like, boring. It was so trash. And I think I put that out there. And um, um, I forget who was on the call. I got some kickback. On uh, on Twitter about it, um, 
I, I can't. I'm blanking on who was on the call. They were like, this guy's a legend, and I'm thinking of exactly who he is. And I I I can't uh I can't think of who he is, but I'll come back to it when I figure it out. He just was like very monotone. Um and he wasn't he wasn't good on 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 air. But either way, shout out to my guy Cameron Maven, who's got that uh that gig. I'll think of the name in a second. Uh back to the realignment though. The North would be the Cincinnati Reds, Cleveland Guardians, Detroit Tigers, and the Toronto Blue Jays. The Mid-Atlantic division would be the Baltimore Orioles and a new expansion team in Charlotte. Also with the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Washington Nationals. The Southeast division would be the Atlanta Braves, the Miami Marlins, the Tampa Bay Rays, and a new team in Nashville. Um, so what else? In the... Not in the – they wouldn't be American League. There's a, there's other teams. Hold on. So it's not American League. It's not National League. There's Midwest, Southwest, Pacific Coast, and West, and the divisions line up like this. In the Midwest, it would be the Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, Milwaukee Brewers, and the Minnesota Twins. In the Southwest, it would be the Houston Astros, the Kansas City Royals, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Texas Rangers. In the Pacific Coast – it would be the Colorado Rockies, the Oakland A's, the Seattle Mariners, and the San Francisco Giants. And last but not least, the West would be the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Anaheim Angels, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the San Diego Padres. I'm not with it, but if they do expand to 30 teams, you know, it is what it is. Um, oh, I think I know now who was on the call. Um <laughs> Uh, am I right with this? I think Kirk Gibson was on the call. Um, Kirk Gibson obviously is famously known uh, for the Dodgers home run, the pinch hit home run, I believe, you know, uh, doing the uh, fist pump, the you know, arm. But I think Kirk Gibson was, uh, and I know he played for the Tigers, and I think he was on their call when I, like, criticized how boring it was in spring training last year. And someone was like, hey, man, that guy's a legend. Yep, I'm looking up his Wikipedia broadcasting. He was a Detroit Tigers television analyst on FSN Detroit for five seasons from 1998 to 2002. No, that's got to be incorrect because I swear he was on the broadcast last. Maybe it was another player. But either way, Cameron Maven, my guy, good guy. I beat him in the fantasy football championship. He was in the Yankees universe last year on the Yes broadcast, and we cross paths at MLB Network as well. He has a new home and will be calling games for the Detroit Tigers. And when he calls those games, he's going to be calling uh, the pitch-out rule where you can't throw to first base multiple times. I think we had a caller last night. We were talking about that. I was like, you know, in Yankee Stadium, if you throw over to first base one time, the fans, boo, hurry up, come on. All of this stuff is to speed up the game. Major League Baseball just thinks that like they have to do all these different things to attract a new audience. I honestly think baseball is in a great place. Last year, uh, with Judge and even with like Otani and you know the hated Astros, as much as we hate them, they are the new face of baseball, new team at least. They are a dynasty in baseball, in my opinion, an evil dynasty. But like you know, no such publicity is bad publicity. The negative publicity that they brought on to baseball with the cheating scandal and the trash can banging, that made people 
tune into baseball or care about baseball that don't usually care because there was drama. There was scandal. All oh, these guys cheated their way to a World Series. Yeah. And Rob Manfred didn't suspend any of them. They still rep that World Series. And now we live in a world where we can't even say that that World Series is fake or illegitimate because they just went and won the last one. So, Brian Cashman, what's up, bro? When are you going to get back to the World Series? It's not a crapshoot. The Astros figure out how to get back there every other year. They've been in the ALCS the last six years. How come you can't figure that out? Because the standards are too high here, huh? Because it's us, the fan base. Our expectations are too high. That's why. Hmm. Anyway, we'll see what happens this year. I'm excited for baseball. And after the Super Bowl, you know exactly what all baseball fans do. They say it's officially baseball season. So Sunday, after that game goes final, it's baseball season. It's already baseball season. I wanted to talk Mets with some of you guys about the young talent and the veterans that are there. I wanted to talk Yankees. Obviously, we're expecting Volpe and Peraza and you know Jason Dominguez. It was his birthday yesterday. He's invited to camp. I spoke yesterday. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I spoke yesterday about you know. Left field, that's all we've been talking about this offseason. Left field, who's going to play left field? And, of course, Aaron Hicks is the leading candidate, if you ask Brian Cashman. And uh, I think Oswaldo Cabrera is going to challenge Estevan Floreal as well. But there are three names that I put out there last night for Yankees fans to look out for in spring training. Willie Calhoun, Billy McKinney, and Rafael Ortega. They're left-handed bats. So, clearly, Cashman went to the bargain bin, clearance rack, and said, all right, let me bring these guys in. Let me... uh, Get these guys who have played enough Major League Baseball. They're a little bit up there in their uh, careers, and they're not really, you know, everyday known names, but they can potentially come in and compete with an Aaron Hicks, and then I don't have to pay a guy. Then I don't have to buy a guy. And if they all suck and we end up watching Aaron Hicks on opening day and everybody boos him and he's mid and he's, you know, past his prime, then they'll go searching again at the trade deadline, August 1st. I'm already circling the trade deadline because the Yankees will be on it again, right? Last year was Benintendi. Year before that, it was Joey Gallo. Left field has been a bottomless pit from Brett Gardner to Clint Frazier to Mike Talkman to Ryan Lamar to Miguel Andujar out there, Tim LaCastro out there, whoever. Throw anybody out there. Tyler Wade, go play left field. We, we've seen all of that in the uh, last couple of years. Can't just find an everyday left fielder. That's why I don't think this team is a, a legit World Series contender. Um Judge being re-signed is cool, but you can't expect him to hit 60 home runs. I can't expect him to hit 50 home runs. If he hits 40, that'd be cool. Carlos Rodon, his first year as a Yankee, I think he's a bulldog, but seems to be like a learning curve the first year, right? The pinstripes are heavy. You never know. It might be tough for the guy. I doubt it, but that's all I've got, folks. Thanks for calling up and talking hoops for probably like 75% of the show. That was cool. LeBron is the GOAT. MJ is the GOAT GOAT. 1A, 1B. And uh, the Super Bowl is coming up. Place your bets or don't. And I'll be back tomorrow after the Nets game. I'll see you at Barclays Center if you're going out to see the Bulls versus the Nets after the trade deadline. KD might still be a net. We'll see. Keep it locked right here. PB's coming up. Brian behind the glass uh, for myself and Connor Green. That's all we've got. Hope, hopefully you enjoyed the show. I'll be back tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.